Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hola. President, on this occasion of your birthday, this lovely lady is not only punctual, but punctual. Mr. President, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> A woman about whom. <laughs> It truly may be said, she needs no introduction. But let me just say, <laughs> here she is. But I'll give her an introduction anyway, Mr. President, because in the history of show business, perhaps there has been no one female who meant so much, who has done more. Mr. President, the late Marilyn Monroe.
but you have to report tomorrow. I can now retire from politics after having had the happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet
Okay, here's what we do um, in my department. There's not that many of us. I work in a small department, what, maybe like or whatever. So like every three months, uh, two people are chosen out of, you know, 20 people every three months. And to come up with something fun for us to do on lunch break, you know, think of some games for us to play. Is there a theme? You know, plan some food. What are we going to eat? So, you know, the manager, you know, gives um, – you know, will give you the corporate credit card. You know, it ain't come out your pocket, you know. So she'll give you the uh, corporate credit card, you know, and you and your partner, you figure out what thing you want and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we did that today, what we did, in and out I don't know, for those of you who live in California, in and out burgers, oh, they're one of my favorites. For those of you who have never had an in and out burger, if you ever come to California, you've got to eat an in and out burger. Uh, they're made fresh. They cut their French fries fresh. And I've been going to In-N-Out Burgers for years, on top of years, on top of years. Uh, no one ever has uh, bad service. Everything is quick. Uh, the workers that work in there are always neat and clean. I mean, really first class. They must pay them more. You know, because I was thinking about that today when I was at In-N-Out. It's like these workers have got to get uh, paid more than minimum wage. You know, because it's like, wow, everything, the service, everything is great, their attitude, everything. That's what they're known for. Uh, good food, and the menu is simple, you know, very simple, nothing fancy, you know. It's not like McDonald's, you know, they try to put all this stuff on the menu. It's a very simple menu. Uh, you know, they get you in and out of there. Ah, that's why they call it in and out, you know. But there it is always crowded, though, because the food is so good, the burgers, it is crowded. But the service, man, I'm telling you, it goes really quick. So anyway, if you're ever in California, check out in and out Why did I give them a plug? Why did I just do that? Take that old in and out You know she just became a billionaire on her 35th birthday? Yes, guys. So the family owned in and out you know, but, uh, you know, I don't know which one in her family passed away. But on her birthday, she inherited over a billion dollars on her 35th birthday. So, yes. Yeah. I was like, what? But anyway, enough about in and out Let me tell you what the embarrassing part happened at work. So we were playing this game at work, kind of like charades, sort of, you know, where we got into uh, four teams. And uh, you would hold up an index card, and it was up to your teammates to kind of tell you what's on the card, give you little hints and stuff. Then it, once you guess it, you fill down the card, then it's the next person's turn. Like, say, for instance, if my coworker held up an uh, index card and the word cat was on it, we had to describe cat, like it purrs, it meows, oh, cat, great. Throw down the card, next person on the team. So everybody's taking a turn and to see how many cards you can get through in five minutes. So anyway, guess what, y'all? My turn came. First time was fine. It's like, okay, this animal howls at the moon. Wolf. Great. Throw down my card, next coworker. So it was my turn again. Uh, this was cool, too. They were like Kermit the uh, Frog. Great. My turn again, birthday, and I said, oh, birthday suit. <laughs> and everybody's kind of like, uh, no. And what made it even more embarrassing after I said birthday 
confidence, like, yeah, what's up, Nick? And they were like, no, not birthday suit. Uh, you put candles on it. I said, oh, birthday cake. I was like, oh, my God, my supervisor was cracking up. Afterwards, he was like, dang, Lisa. He was like, you couldn't say, like, candles, birthday cards. He was like, you went straight to say birthday suit. What's up, John Hill? Oh, my God. And then, not only that, it was my turn again, right? I picked up the card. The card uh, was Emma Watson, you know, that actress, okay? So their first thing to me was um, she plays in the movie Harry Potter. And the first thing out of my mouth, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> like that, everybody started cracking up. Because, you know, I really don't put a lot at work. You know what I'm saying. You know, I really don't put a lot serious. Well, at least not on this show. But you know what I mean. So everybody cracked up because some people have never even heard me say a cuss word before or anything. So that made it funny. So it was like, oh, my God. So I was embarrassed for the rest of the day. You know, my co-workers would be like, dang, Lisa, what's up with that birthday suit? It was like, oh, God, you know. But, yay, but, hey, it was all in fun, and we had a really, really good time today. So, eating in and out, burgers, fries. Yes, I didn't do a lot of work today. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, you guys, let's get started um, uh, on Blog Talk and YouTube at the same time. Um, on YouTube, I am, um, I have my chat room open. Oh, let me, on Blog Talk, I need to see if I can open up the chat room there. And on Blog Talk, you can call in as well. On Blog Talk, you can give me a call at area code 647-996-5369. And you can press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. Let me check to see if my chat room... Oh, man. God darn it. Uh, my chat room isn't opening up on Blog Talk. Let me try again. Yeah, sorry, you guys. My chat room isn't opening up on Blog Talk. But, hey, we're right here on YouTube. All right, so you guys, we're going to go ahead and get started. Oh, God, there's so much news that has taken place, but it's like, guys, it's too much. Oh, and by the way, I hope you guys had a good weekend last weekend. Uh, Friday, I had last Friday off, had a good time. Um, I had brunch, oh, at this really nice restaurant, beautiful inside, but I sat outside because, you know, it was a beautiful day on Friday. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit outside on the patio. Man, I had an open face lobster sandwich, sipping on some uh, Prosecco. Oh, man, I thought I was rich, okay? Then after that, I made a little Victoria's Secret run. Don't ask me what I thought. It ain't none of your business. No. And then after that, I went to the movies. I seen Ocean's 8. That was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. You got to like it. It's um, everybody in the movie. Um, it's, it's a movie where you never get bored and you never get sick of a character because it's kind of like um, everybody takes turns, I guess you would say. You know, it's not like, I mean, of course, Sandra Bullock is carrying the film you know, and Kate Blanchett, but, you know, Rihanna and everybody else, you know, it's a good movie, and I think my favorite character was probably Anne Hathaway's character. Homegirl was a trip. 
I'm not into these. What what would you call this movie? A chick flick or whatever? Usually, I like movies. Uh, shoot 'em up, bang bang. You know what I mean? The kind of movies I like are like uh, the Expendables, the Transporter movies. You know, stuff like that. I mean, hey, growing up, I grew up on Clint Eastwood movies. You know, Charles Bronson movies. I mean, you understand what I mean? <laughs> I grew up in the generation of violence, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, so usually those are the kind of movies I like, or murder mysteries, drama, suspense, you know. Uh, but I, every once in a while, I'll take in a romantic uh, movie, like Fifty Shades, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, check out Ocean's Eight. Um, Yes, I enjoyed it, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. So there you go. Oh, another uh, check this out on Netflix, you guys. You guys know the actor, Columbus Short, that kind of messed up his own career. You guys remember, you know, Columbus Short, the brother that got fired from Scandal uh, because of, you know, alleged domestic violence, drug issues, and everything like that. Well, anyway, he has a movie on Netflix called True to the Game. Oh, it's good, you guys. As a matter of fact, I would watch it again. Basically, it's this chick. She's a college chick and everything like that. She meets this guy, Columbus Short. And, you know, he's kind of like a little drug dealer, whatever. But, you know, kind of be professional about it. You know what I mean. No second pants or nothing like that. You know, he's professional, thinking about getting out the business and stuff like that. Next thing you know, they hook up together. You know, you know how it is. She's like, oh, you're a bad man. You know, but next thing you know, she dates, okay? And, uh, yes, it was a good movie, you know. And you kind of already know how the movie's going to end. Do I have to tell you? Come on. Drug dealing. I mean, come on. How do you think it's going to end, right? <laughs> so check out that movie. Oh, uh, one on Netflix. Um, it's like one of those documentaries. It's called Murder in Iceland. Yes, you guys, there is crime in Iceland. <laughs> Uh, this took place, like, back in the 1970s. Uh, it was, like, a couple of uh, young kids. Uh, they were charged with a murder. Uh, but it also goes to show you how you can confess to something that you may not have done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, be deprived of enough sleep? Uh, you might. You know what I mean? But it was an excellent, um, excellent documentary. And then it shows the people currently, you know, it shows them almost 50 years later, and are they still in prison? Uh, what happened with their life? And the person that allegedly was murdered, well, not allegedly, because someone did murder this guy, uh, whatever happened, uh, did one of them kill him? Or was his murder ever solved? I'm not going to tell you. You have to check it out. I believe it's called Murder in Iceland, I think. So check that out. Then there's another one on Netflix. Am I finished with this one? Yeah, it's called, uh, they're profiling it now, the Staircase Murder uh, documentary. Uh, that's a pretty good one. It's long, though. I've seen this, though, on 48 Hours, but this one is a little more uh, lengthy, uh, very lengthy. <laughs> I think it has, like, 12 uh, episodes, and it's based on a true story. This man, he's married charged with the murder of his wife. Uh, evidently, she fell out saying, yes, he was married once before, and his first wife. 
was kind of murdered the same way. So is this guy killing his wives or is he innocent? I don't know. You'll have to check it out. Oh, God, and one more documentary and I'm done, okay? This one, oh, God, what was it? Oh, Evil Genius on Netflix. I'm not finished with this one. I have two more episodes. It's kind of creepy, too, you guys. I was watching it at night, and I don't know, it's like, ugh, a little creepy, I don't know, kind of creepy feeling. Basically, this story, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but you'll remember this, uh, or maybe you don't. Back in 2003, this guy had a bomb strapped to his neck, and they, he was like, it's going to go off, I'm telling you, it's going to go off. And, uh, and he was a pizza delivery guy. And the cops were like, is this bomb really real? Is he really in danger? What's going on here? And that's all I'm going to tell you. So did the guy blow up? Was the bomb fake? What happened? So I'm going to let you guys be the judge. It's called Evil Genius. Excellent. Ooh, it's kind of, like I say, kind of, ooh. I don't know. Ooh, very bizarre. So check that out. Oh, and then on, is it A&E? Uh, John Gotti Jr. Remember John Gotti, mafia guy, died in prison. Well, John Gotti Jr. is kind of telling what it's like to be John Gotti's son and kind of like the pressure that was put on him, um, you know, to take his father's place after his father was in prison. So, wow. I know, John. Don't tell everybody. No, but John, it was good. Oh, my God. Because I knew what happened with the case of the bomb strapped around the person's neck, but I never knew anything else, like what happened, but it's, it's a very interesting story, and a lot of involved, and, and literally a lot of crazy, literally, okay, it's like literally, so anyway, you guys, let's get to it, y'all, why don't we get to some news, um, and then we'll get into the um, topics real quick, like I said, I'm not going to keep you guys long, you can go to bed early tonight. Oh, and like I say on my show, I do cuss from time to time and say the N-word, okay? So you guys should know that by now, but, you know, I like to keep reiterating that because you never know. You might not know. And with these news stories, some of them are a week old. Hell, some of them could be two weeks old. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a little snippets of a news story, and it is up to you guys to do your own due diligence and dig in more to the story. So what what did you say, John? You'd be Netflix and chilling? Yeah, actually, I was. Like, sometimes, okay, here's what I do. Uh, The minute I come home from work, I automatically start cooking. Because if I don't, I'm going to get lazy, and I'm going to end up eating, like, eating dinner at 8 o'clock at night, okay? And that's something I don't want to do. I don't want to eat dinner and then go straight to bed. So that was a habit I used to have a lot. But I'm telling you guys, ever since I've seen the movie Black Panther, man, I've been drinking water, eating fruits and vegetables. I mean, I've been really uh, watching uh, what I put in my body and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Everybody in that movie looks so fit, right? And they look so good, you know? I mean, the warrior chicks, I'm like, dang, you know? So, yeah, so ever since then, you know, I've been, and I hate water, but I force myself to drink water every day. But now it's a habit now. I don't drink a lot of water a day, you guys, maybe 24 to 30 ounces. 
for a lot of people, that's nothing. For me, it's a lot, you know, to go for, uh, to go from not drinking water, you know, drink a cup of water once every three to four days to drinking water every day. You know, it's a lot. So, but anyway, so yeah, ever since then, you know, cooking my meals quick and stuff like that. Now, I haven't eaten dinner right now. So I'm going to eat dinner probably about 8 o'clock, a little after 8. But that's okay because I'm just going to whip up a salad real quick. You know, uh, I have, um, you know, just, you know, some lettuce, tomato, onion, sprinkle a little bit of, uh, what do you call it, turkey, what, turkey bacon bits over the salad, you know, some Asian uh, dressing on it. You know, hey, there you go. So anyway, enough about me because I'm boring. Let's get to some news here. Did you guys see that dermatologist? What's her name? Interesting name. Her name is Wendell. Wendell Davis Boutet. <laughs> Did you all see her up here dancing in surgery? Yes, you guys. She's uh, danced to hip-hop songs while she's <laughs> in the middle of performing some surgical procedures. Well, she was suspended last Thursday by the Georgia Medical Board because uh, they said she poses a threat to public and welfare. Because it looks like she was trying to get famous on YouTube or something, you know, like trying to be funny. So while she was, you know, giving people butt lifts and stuff like that, she was sitting up here acting a fool, dancing and stuff in surgery. So, yeah, so that's it for her. And so, yeah, it's like, what a trip. Oh, in Jacksonville, Florida, I don't know if you guys remember this case of the woman who kidnapped a uh, newborn baby from a Jacksonville, Florida hospital 20 years ago, black lady, and she raised a child as her own, and and now the child is, what, 18 years old now, I believe, grown, and, but the thing is, the child that's now 18, the only mother she knows is the chick that kidnapped her, you know? So she didn't want her to, you know, go to prison. You know, she's like, my mom, my mom, even though it's not a real mom, it's the chick that kidnapped her. So anyway, the kidnapper, she was sentenced to 18 years in prison for the kidnapping and five years uh, on a second charge regarding interference with child custody. Uh, her name is Gloria Williams. She pled guilty. Uh, earlier this year, posing as a hospital employee back on July 10th, 1998, and she took a child that was eight pounds. Ooh, big child, eight pounds, two ounces. Uh, her name was Camilla Mobley. Uh, took her from her mother's arms, you know, pretending she worked in the hospital, and she walked out the hospital and uh, went driving to South Carolina, and that was it. And she changed the child's name and raised her as her daughter. It's like, wow. Now, how did she get busted? Well, the child after, couldn't get a driver's license, security card. So that posed questions like, what happened? So, yes, the homegirl is, yeah, Yep, yep, yep. So it's like, wow. A Budweiser will no longer be sponsoring Jay-Z's Made in America Music Festival. Um, Every year, Jay-Z puts on a music festival uh, called Made in America. And uh, Budweiser will no longer be sponsoring that. 
they're going to focus more on country music events because Budweiser feels more people at these events drink more Bud, you know, than the people at Jay-Z Made in America event, you know. But this really isn't a big deal because I don't even think Budweiser, even though they sponsored the event, they didn't put in that of the events. I think they've been doing it ever since 2012. But I think they've only spent like $10 million. It's like, whoa, $10 million is a lot. Not with your Budweiser. You know what I mean? So, hey, so their contract was up anyway. So Budweiser was like, ah, oh, we're not going to renew our contract. Crowd. So, hey, it is what it is. So, yes, yes, yes. Oh, this happened in Scottsdale, Arizona. This was last week. I think this was a bug. Uh, he killed himself on Monday. Uh, and he, he, oh my God, he killed himself. But before he killed himself, he shot six people. Yes, why? Uh, he killed everybody that was connected to his divorce case. Uh, but it's like uh, his divorce was like a couple of years ago, you know, but it's like, dang. And the flames included two paralegals who worked for the law office. You know, it's like, wow. And who else? A marriage and divorce counselor uh, never worked on his case, so that was just mistaken identity. And another man, mistaken identity. It's like, wow. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, the gentleman, well, he's not even a gentleman, but instead of getting killed, he's anyway, uh, the brother's name, 56-year-old White Lamont Jones, evacuated nearby for hearing gun fire, and they found his body. And he also killed Dr. Stephen Pitt. Now, Stephen Pitt, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the guy. Uh, he's a psychiatrist. Uh, he also testified in the Dominique Ramsey case. So, yeah, so it looks like the brother never forgot to evil from his divorce. So he went back like six or seven years later and started killing. I'm like, hey. And wow. And the suspect's ex-wife, Connie Jones, uh, said in a statement that her ex-husband was very emotional. Well, hell yeah. yeah. Like, wow. And she said she has fear for her safety in the past nine years. So, yeah, that I would too. <laughs> oh, and according to a CNN poll that was taken last week, people are getting tired of the news. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. It seems like we talk about the same through Trump with Russia. Uh, what else? Trump with Stormy Daniels. Trump, you know, it's always, it always starts with the word Trump, right? And they said some people are tired of me. There you go. Oh, you guys, uh, you may, uh, may not know the name Redmond O'Neill, but you probably know his parents, uh, the late Sarah Fawcett and Ryan O'Neill. Now, their son, Redmond O'Neill, has always been in trouble. It seems like he's been in trouble for like the last 20 years, in and out of jail, drugs and all that stuff. Well, guess what? This may have been the last straw. Guess what, you guys? He has been charged with attempted murder and assault after he severely injured in L.A. Uh, that he did back in May. So I don't know, y'all. This might be it. 
days, and he's just always been in trouble. So, I mean, I don't know what's up. What else is going on here? Oh, this guy right here. I don't know if you guys remember him. I totally forgot this guy existed. Mark Sanford. Remember him? Uh, Representative Mark Sanford. Anyway, on Tuesday, he lost his seat. Uh, he lost his primary. And some people say the reason why he lost is uh, he's not a Trump supporter. Uh, so right before the election, Trump tweeted something. God, he treated something mean. Oh, he's very unhelpful to me in my campaign to make America great again. And he said he is MIA and nothing but trouble. Damn. So needless to say, after Trump sent that tweet, the next thing that happens is, uh, yeah, he loses the primary. But I remember Mark Sanford for this. You guys, this was back in like 2008, 2009. I forgot if he was a senator at the time. I forgot what position he held. But anyway, he went hiking, right? Okay. But guess what? His family got worried because they hadn't heard from him in was a few hours. Then the next thing you know, no one had heard from him in a few days. And people assumed, well, while he was hiking, he probably, you know, fell off a cliff. Or maybe he dropped his hair and he's wandering. You know, he's lost. I mean, I thought he was dead. Guess what, y'all? He was far from dead. Guess what he did, y'all? Without telling anybody, not even the people he worked for, not even his wife, his kids, he flew to Argentina to be with his mistress. Yes, you guys, while his wife was at home thinking he was dead, he fell off a cliff. No, y'all. He flew to Argentina, I think on taxpayer money, to be with his mistress, you guys. Yeah. And guess what made me even remember this story even more? Oh, honey, he was unapologetic. He was like, I'm in love. <laughs> he was like, I sure did go to Argentina to meet with my mistress. I'm in love. Needless to say, his wife divorced him. And I wonder if he's still with that mistress. I don't know if they ever got married or what, but he was like, hey, I couldn't help it. You know, he goes, I'm in love. I hate. I was like, wow. Well, anyway, he had a job now. So uh, <laughs> I didn't even know he was still in politics. Damn. Okay. So, and what's up today with all this? The Inspector General has looked into Clinton's emails and about Comey and all this stuff. I was kind of half listening to it today. So, uh, yeah, you guys check that out. Because um, it looks like uh, the Inspector General is trying to say Comey uh, chose to uh, defy, uh, not defy, uh, to kind of get away from standard FBI procedures of relationships. Remember Hillary Clinton and her emails? Remember just when it was time for us to vote? Wasn't it a week before we were all going to vote? That's when Comey, who was in the head of the FBI, he was like, oh, I'm going to open up a case about Hillary's email. And it's like, ooh, did she do dirt? Did she what? And people were like, well, damn, why did he wait right when it's time for an election to try to drop this bombshell? And then he, and then right before we voted, it was like, okay, it was nothing, nothing. But it's like, okay, but now you put that in people's heads now. So, yeah, so it was interesting, but he still, right after this report came out a few minutes later, he was told me, defended himself like, hey, I didn't deviate from 
I did everything by the book. So who knows? I'll have to um, look more into that. Um, yes. And World Cup soccer started today. It's being held in Russia. Don't know if you guys are interested or not. I'm not. But in case you are, Russia uh, was playing Saudi Arabia uh, this morning. Uh, well, at least this morning, California time. Russia won. I took zero. It's like, damn. I've tried to, uh, I went to a professional soccer game before. Uh, very hard to keep up with the ball. I'm just, uh, you know what I mean? It's okay, you know. For an experience, you know, just like I'm really not a baseball fan. But one of these days I am going to go to a baseball game. You know what I mean? Just for the experience. You know what I mean? Like, hey, whatever. So, yeah, what's up, Ben? I see you in the chat room. What's up? Uh, Ben says, who else thinks capitalism is going to fail in our lifetime? I don't know, Ben. I guess it all depends on how old we are, right? I don't know. It looks like we are in a capitalist society. Uh, and it looks like we're still, as far as I know, the number one superpower for now. I mean, I don't know for now. So I think, yeah, good question, though, Ben. Good question. You guys heard about the merger between AT&T and Time Warner. Uh, AT&T is the second largest phone carrier. And it looks like AT&T did this merger because they want to with YouTube and Netflix. Hey, so we'll see if that will work. Meanie you guys know Meanie from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Come on, she was one of the first uh, housewives. She's been on the show since day one. Unfortunately, her husband, Greg, I like her husband, he's been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, he's 63 years old. Time No one knows what type of cancer he has. Um, it's like, wow. So it's like, oh, I hated to hear that, you know? So, yeah. So I really hope he pulls through because, honey, Nene loves her some gray. I mean, she really loves her husband, you know, and it's genuine. You know, so I really, oh, I really hope he pulls through because I think Nene is absolutely devastated. It's something that happens to her husband. Yeah. Jamie Fox. Did you hear about this nasty story? Ooh. Allegedly, back in 2002, genitals. Just the word Jamie Foxx plus genitals equals gross to me. I'm sorry, Jamie. I always watched the Jamie Foxx show, never missed, never missed an episode. Loved him on The Living Color and The Movie Ray, but, you know. But he's saying it is not true, and I think Jamie Foxx is going to fight it because he's saying, you know, he's not going to let this chick ruin his reputation because he's claiming it's not true. So we'll see. It's like, ugh. Oh, and Holmberg, can I tell you guys about this, this new couple? You guys know that, what's that young dude, Dick Jonas, from the Jonas Brothers? I guess the guy is like 25, you know, and he looks all of 23, you know, young guy. Well, he's dating the Indian actress. What's her name? Prijanka Chopra. Yeah, she's 35. So everybody's like, what? Now, I will say, big difference, that's only 10 years. But the way she dresses, it, you can tell she is older. 
I mean, she dresses nice when they're together. You know what I mean? But, you know, he's 25, so he's kind of like a jean and T-shirt guy. You know what I'm saying? And she'll wear, like, a nice pantsuit, heels. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know. So, but anyway, you know, so, hey, no, but hey, it is what it is. So we'll just see. But, hey, she's friends, you know, with uh, the Duchess and Markle. So, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Sarah Sanders. You know, Sarah, you know, always arguing and fussing with reporters every day during the news briefing of the White House. Well, you know how there were different rumors and stuff that uh, she's leaving. And the deputy uh, press secretary, Rod Shaw, you know, they're alleging that he's leaving too. But, of course, this is just rumors, you know, and everything. So who knows? I didn't see the press uh, briefing today. I'm going to have to watch it uh, because it looks like she was going to add it today. She was on one today. So I'm going to have to see it, you know, because uh, it looks like they was really, you know, she could argue and fuss them with them. You know, they'll say something, she'll give it right back. So I'm going to have to check it out. Stephen A. Smith. Oh, this is one of these Jamie Foxx stories. Ugh. Evidently, uh, Stephen A. Smith, you guys know Stephen A. Smith, he's a sports reporter for ESPN, and he's very vocal also about um, social issues, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Anyway, he went, I guess Snoop Dogg does a show, I don't know where, but he does a show, okay, and he had asked Stephen A., what's your favorite female body part? And, you know, he said the butt, you know, the bottom, and then he goes, yeah, I'm a bottom feeder. So I guess he had to apologize for that. It was like, I'm going to move on, okay? O-M-G. Donald Trump, you already know, y'all seen the historic (laughs) pictures of him with Kim Jong-un, right? You guys seen that? Well, uh, Trump is getting criticized because they were like, well, uh, while you were there, how come you didn't tell Kim Jong-un? about his atrocities that he's doing against his own people. You know, because Trump is saying, oh, you know, I think he's a great man, but you know what I mean. And it's like, oh, okay, Trump, you're kind of overlooking the way he treats his people. Me personally, my opinion on that, if I'm going to North Korea, I ain't saying shit. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going, I don't know if I would point out atrocities. Like, how do you, how would you do that? You know, you're trying to sign a, some kind of nuclear deal with this guy. And by the way, you treat your people like garbage. I mean, eh, maybe I'll say it after I get back or after he signs a deal. Eh, I don't know. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's like that's kind of a touchy subject when you're on that man's turf and he's a dictator. And, uh, you know what I mean? But I understand what the media is saying, though. It's just like, eh, I don't know. But, yeah, you guys, so I think that's all I have for the news. Oh, and this is another thing I need to uh, check out on my own. Uh, uh, immigrants, um, I guess uh, there's some immigrants that are coming in here into the country illegally, and they're separating the children from the parents. They're saying the children, um, you know, they're 18, they're under the age of 18, they're different ages. They're being housed. There's like 1,500 of them, and they're being housed 
in an abandoned Walmart or something weird, you know, and it's, I don't understand it, you know, so I'm going to have to do my research on it. I don't know why they're separated from their parents. I don't get it. But I do know out here in California, uh, there was some protesting uh, right in the downtown Los Angeles area. Right now it's at MacArthur Park, and I believe they were moving the protest over to the federal building. So I know, to be honest, that's a story I'm going to have to uh, – uh, check into today because you know today, uh, you know was all at work. You know was all about eating, playing games, and all that stuff. So I wasn't because usually when I work, I listen to news and different podcasts and stuff like that. But um, I didn't listen too much today, so that is the story I'm going to have to go ahead and check out for. So anyway, you guys, let's get to the topic for tonight. We got three of them, three or four, no, three, Beyonce Moon, Dennis Rodman crying, and Trump's competition for 2020. Okay, you guys, I'm going to let you guys pick. I'm going to give you guys a few seconds. Which topic you want me to tackle first, Beyonce, Dennis Rodman or Trump's competition for twenty twenty. Hmm. I'm gonna give y'all a few seconds. It. The first one in the chat room that says it, I'm gonna go with it. You gonna go with Beyonce, Rodman or Trump? Hmm. Let's see. And in the meantime, if you guys wanna call in, feel free. Oh, Nick already said it, so we're going to, oh, Karen, you are, oh, oh, you missed it by like two seconds, man. If you guys want to call in, go ahead and give me a call, area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to, it's not open <laughs> on Blog Talk, but it is open here on YouTube. Okay, so uh, we're going to deal with Trump first, and then, Karen, we're going to get to Rod. Now, there was a story a few days ago that um, Obama was meeting with a couple of people, and they were discussing the election for year 2020, because it is coming fast. Can we agree? I mean, look, we're almost done with 2018. So, you know, next year, you know, this is when, you know, the campaigning season begins, and you're going to see all the commercials coming and all that stuff. Well, anyway, according to Politico, Obama met with a handful of potential candidates in his office. Now, these are the people that he met. He met with former Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, you know Elizabeth, uh, and former Massachusetts Governor Paul Patrick. Now, keep in mind, none of these people have said publicly they would run for office. These were the people that did meet with Obama to discuss the campaign for this year 2021. So we'll see. Interesting, Hillary was in that meeting. Okay, okay. And my thing is, I'm hoping and praying this is not the cream of the crop. I mean, this. Uh, hopefully, they will discuss another people who run for president, not this right here. First of all, hey, no shade to older people before I begin. However, 
in this case, we are going to have to consider age. Uh, Joe Biden was born in 1942. So how old is Joe Biden? 76? somewhere in that area. Elizabeth Warren, born 1949. So what, Elizabeth is closing in on 70. Bernie Sanders was born in 1941. So let's see, Bernie Sanders, how old is that would make Bernie Sanders? 77, something like that, pushing 80, okay. Deval Patrick, uh, the brother, he's the youngest. He was born in 1950. Okay, so, you know, okay, I see, I see you, I see you. Now let's take a look at him and let's see. How about Joe Biden? How about Joe Biden running against Donald Trump? Me personally, I say no way. One reason, he's older. And Joe Biden looks older. You know what I mean? No shade to him, you know, because, you know, he did lose his son. Uh, when was it? About two years ago, maybe three. So, you know, that can age you rapidly to lose your son, and he lost his son to brain cancer. So, and then, to top it off, his son's widow fell in love uh, with his other son. So, it's like a lot Joe Biden has had to deal with in less than two years. It's like, wow. It's like, uh-uh-uh. It's like, wow. What's up, secure kids? Hell no, Joe. Yeah, wasn't there a picture he was just posing with a group of kids or something? I forgot about the story, to be honest with you. The Cure, uh, give us a little more information. I don't know if it was allegedly something inappropriate. I don't know, but, yeah. But Joe Biden, I say no way. It's like, eh. And not only that, uh, Joe, he's linked to Obama. I don't know if Obama's that popular right now. I mean, you know what I mean? It's kind of like even Obama himself has uh, been rethinking his presidency, you know, because even he wants to know, did he help create Trump? Like, damn, you know, he wants to know, like, ah, you know. So, yeah, I don't know if this is a good time to think of Obama right now. No. And not only that, Joe Biden, will young people listen to him, especially young minorities? Will they be listening to Joe? I don't know. I mean, you also have to keep in mind just because someone is a Democrat, that doesn't necessarily mean they're also liberal. If you look at Bill's track record, that was not an ultra liberal guy. I mean, he was for the death penalty, wasn't he? If I'm not mistaken, please correct me <coughs> if I'm wrong. I could have sworn Bill Clinton was um, for the death penalty. Because, uh, you know, he did sign that three strike law, the crime bill in 1994. And I know when it came to being gay in the military, we won't ask and you don't tell us. Keep it on the damn. You know, that's how Bill was. I don't know. Okay, the cure, yeah, it was talking about some weird photos with girls. Yeah, I guess Joe Biden was posting girls. I don't know. Yeah, I
Uh, but as we can see, the political climate has changed drastically. <laughs> it is, uh, hey, rules have changed. So I don't know if, you know, Biden can handle it, you know? And uh, what about Bernie Sanders? I think Bernie Sanders is, uh, Bernie is, what, 77? And he looks 77. I'm sorry, y'all. If you were to show me a picture of Joe Biden, guess how old he is, uh, 77? You guessed it, Lisa. I mean, hell, Bernie looks like 77. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but he's grandpa, okay? When I look at Bernie Sanders, he's like one nipple away from pneumonia. God forgive me. I'm sorry. He's just a little frail. You know what I mean? Like if he would get a little cold, it would put him in the hospital. You know, he just—I don't know. He just doesn't. Um, don't know. Just doesn't seem healthy. I guess I don't know. He just doesn't seem like he has like a lot of that energy. You know, and I think too, just like Biden. Oh, Sanders, Sanders, and look at me. I can't stop. Sanders. <laughs> he had every opportunity in order to move out the way. It's like, and I think a lot of his supporters were turned off by that. It's like, come on, man, you could have Hillary, man. Why didn't you try? But remember, when we had a private meeting with him, next thing you know, he's like, I'm going to move out the way. I mean, damn, what did Hillary say to this man, right? It's like, dang. So he moved out the way, and when he moved out the way, Trump steamrolled over Hillary. Just like Sam. I mean, Bernie Sanders, uh, you know, he had the momentum. And the youth, do you know how hard it is to be a senior citizen and have tons of young wanting you to be president? Yeah. I mean, that was something even Hillary herself couldn't do. But Bernie did it, and he justified. I mean, damn. I'm like, I was. So disappointed in Bernie Sanders. It's like, you know, when everybody was so interested, <clears throat> I think if he were to do it all over again next year, eh, I don't think people are as enthusiastic as they were before. Sometimes it's just like Eminem, like he said, one shot, one chance, right? <laughs> Sometimes you only get that one shot. Oh, you know, Bernie, damn, you know, man. And to me, he was more popular than Hillary, right? I think he gets a chance. That's my opinion. Elizabeth Warren, wow. I'm sorry, y'all. She's a little weird to me. I'm sorry. I think that's one reason why Hillary didn't pick her to run, you know, because I thought for sure Hillary was going to pick her as her uh, VP, right? She picked, what's that guy, Kane? Some guy I'd never seen or heard of in my life, you know, but they said uh, she picked him because uh, – I hate to say he was a wimp, but, you know, he wouldn't get in her way of what she needed to do, you know. But, yeah, Elizabeth Warren, I don't know. She looked weird to me. I don't know. And remember, you guys, she's the one that has always claimed she mixed with Indians, okay? And no, she's not black. It's not black people. We always talk about we mixed with Indians. Pull the DNA and says zero percent. Well, anyway, Elizabeth Warren is a white chick that's like, I mixed with Indian, y'all. I'm the twenty in the end. And that's the one where Trump made fun of her for that. He started calling her Pocahontas. So if you guys didn't know when he called Pocahontas, he's talking about Elizabeth Warren. And he has also challenged her. 
He's like, hey, you say you're mixed with Native American, just take a DNA test. And so far, as far as I know, she's never taken a DNA test. Now she kind of backpedaled from being mixed with Indian. Now she's kind of like, well, that's what my family has always said. You know, so it's like, oh, okay, okay. Now you sound like a black family now. You know, and I'm like, hey, you know, well, my mom said my grandmother was, you know, what put Indian, Cherokee. You know what I mean? Did you do that A DNA test? It's like, man, the only Cherokee you got is your Jeep, okay? For we, you know. So yeah, I don't know. She was quirky. I don't know. So it's like, man, she couldn't handle it with Trump. I mean, he keeps calling her Pocahontas. Yeah, he's been calling her Pocahontas for over two years. <coughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, the ball Packers. What about the brother? Sorry, brother. Now, why? Could he a brother? I'm sorry. Uh, nah, you know, because see, let me tell you something. If you're a black person, like, okay, if I were going to run against Trump, uh, see, black people now, well, I'm just going to speak on my behalf, uh, in my opinion. I feel, uh, now we're giving Obama the side eye. You know, now we're kind of looking back at his presidency and like, uh, what did he really do for black people? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I know um, half the doctor, you know, to help the uh, children of illegal aliens, those that you know, and uh, now, you know, consider the gay president uh, because of gay marriage, okay. Then when it came to black people, it's kind of like cricket. Because remember, he told us, hey, I can't be the president just for one people. You know, I have to run, I would have to really run, like, go black, you understand, but mean it, you understand what I'm saying, it's like, uh-uh, we don't, um, how can I explain it, it's like, nah, we're really going to have to show us who's really going to do something for black people, but I think a lot of black people, eh, yeah, you're going to have to, you have to bring it, you understand what I mean, you can't sit up here and be a black person next year and do these debate stuff and be talking about, oh, I want to see the president. It's like, ah, we already had that. You know, black people are like, ah, we already had that. Next, next, you know. So, unfortunately, Devon Patrick still is gone. You know, unfortunately, Obama ignored a lot of fights that went on in the black community. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's all his fault, you know. But he's always, Hawaii, you're from Hawaii, stop it. You know, and you were also uh, partially raised in Indonesia. But anyway, you know, he was always liking to rap outside of Chicago. But when he became president, you know, it was like the murder capital, right? And after his presidency, it is still worse. So, I mean, I'm not saying he could have changed things, but eh, I, in my opinion, he could have worked for harder. You know, and we as black people, we should have put more pressure on him to work harder. We didn't do that, so well. Now, unfortunately, for the next black person to run for president, ooh, yeah, they really gonna have to like, what are you, you know? Yeah, it's gonna be rough. My opinion, I think it's gonna be rough. Um, so yeah, but then I thought about Donna Brazil. 
because, you know, Donna Brazil's bitter now, you know. Uh, she would have been a good choice for me to run against Trump. Why? Well, first off, she has over 30 years of political experience, okay? I mean, and remember she's uh, friends, she, well, she was friends with Clinton for over 20 years. And didn't she run both of their campaigns, if I'm not mistaken? So she's like family to the Clintons, right? You know, I'm looking at her book right now, Hacker. Remember that her book came out last year? She was spilling the tea on the Clintons, and she hasn't talked to them since. And, well, and remember Donna Brazile, oh, remember she got fired from CNN trying to, well, allegedly, uh, trying to give a question to Hillary before the debate. Now, when I heard about that, I was like, you know, that's not good, and I think Hillary's going to lose. Because if you're confident that you're going to win against Donald Trump, who just came from The Apprentice, why do I need to give you a heads up on what questions? Do you understand what I mean? Come on, Hillary is a seasoned politician, right? This chick was first lady, not once, but twice. She's what a lawyer. She was our secretary of state. She was the governor of New York. Why do I need to prep her to go up against Donald Trump? Why do I have to try to uh, ruin my reputation, to try to see what the debate questions are so she can prep herself for Trump? And that's when I knew, ooh, something ain't right. I said, I knew Okay, Karen in the chat saying he never, uh, as far as Obama goes, he never spoke up for black issues to a few mainstream. Yet they were still pissed enough to elect Trump. Yeah, and you know what? They said uh, some black people just sat out the election. You know, they were like, eh, you know what? You know, Bernie was no longer a candidate. So it's like, who do I have to choose from, Trump or Hillary? And, you know, with young black people, they're not as thrilled, Hillary, as uh, my generation is. You know, my generation, we've seen them play the little damn saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. You know what I mean? Oh, he loves black people. You know, but this new generation, hey, they're not, they, you know, they weren't feeling Hillary. You know, and I think some just chose not to vote at all. That's my opinion. And then some, like Trump said, vote for me. What do you have to lose? <laughs> so I think some were like, damn, I think you're right. Because then he have a higher, uh, I think more black people voted for him than they did George Bush, which is very interesting, you know. And also keep in mind, too, uh, some of these rich black people, they were kind of not really saying who they voted for. You know what I mean? Like P. Diddy. Did he ever come out and say we voted for? You know what I mean? A lot of these people, they, you know, because, you know, they knew Trump before he was president, you know. I don't know. So, yeah, so I don't know. Interesting stuff. Oh, what, now, this lady, uh, she wasn't in the meeting. At least she wasn't uh, mentioned. Kamala Harris. What about her? Do you guys think she has a chance? Uh, my answer would be no, and I'm just going to tell you why. The only reason is the Obama effect, you guys, not the least effect, 
It's the Obama effect. Uh, Obama was biracial. Kamala Harris is biracial. Her dad is black. Her mom is from India. We just had, we just got rid of a biracial president. It's like, and we want another one so quickly. Look what happened with the one we had before. And then Kamala Harris, um, Kamala Harris is married to a white guy. I, I don't know, this year we're living in the age of Black Panther. <laughs> you understand what I mean? I mean, I don't, I don't know, maybe next year the whole Black Panther thing will die down and maybe next year we'll feel a little more, a little more interracial. I don't know. <laughs> but some people are getting a little, you know, getting a little black backlash, you know. So I don't know, Kamala, we shall see. But yeah, so yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Remember, honey, Donald Bill was doing all that on the planet. It's like, wow. Interesting stuff, though. All right, y'all, so now what? Oh, Karen, now Karen wanted to talk about Rodman next, so we're going to talk about Rodman. Dennis Rodman. For those of you who don't know who Dennis Rodman is, Wait a minute. <laughs> Let me give you the phone number if you want to call in. I know. Hold that thought. Area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And we are on YouTube as well. Dennis Rodman. Those of you who know, don't know who Dennis Rodman is, a retired NBA basketball player. Player, one of the greatest rebounders in the history of the game. Man, I am telling you, I grew up watching Dennis Rodman play in the NBA. And even with my limited knowledge of the game, I knew looking at him, this guy is amazing. Rebound after rebound. If you don't believe me, check him out on YouTube, wherever. Dennis Rodman was absolutely amazing. And most of his time was spent with uh, Detroit. Y'all remember the Detroit Pistons. Woo! Back in the day, 1986. As a matter of fact, I believe there is an ESPN documentary. You know how they do that 30 for 30 documentary series? Uh, I think there's actually a documentary on the Detroit Pistons like from, I think, the late 1980s, you know, right in Dennis Rodman's time. It's called What the Bad Boys, something about Detroit Pistons, the bad boys of the NBA or something like that. Woo, if you guys never got to see him play back then, you guys missed out on a treat. <clears throat> and he played with other, tons of other teams, you know, because he had issues with alcohol, suicide, <clears throat> some failed marriages, you know, relationships. Uh, he had a relationship with Madonna. Remember you guys, I don't know if you guys, maybe too young to remember, uh, he wore a wedding dress, you know, he wore a little eyeshadow, you know, and everything like that. And uh, I think he was briefly married to Carmel Electra. I know you guys are like, who is she? Well, that's kind of not important. But Prince tried to make her famous. I think, wasn't that Prince's old lady, one of his old ladies? You know, he tried to make her famous, and it kind of didn't work, whatever. So then, next thing you know, Rodman's been going to North Korea, and he's been going there in reference to basketball. You know, Kim Jong-un, 
you know, he is supposed to be a huge basketball fan. And so that's what Dennis Rodman's been doing. And Dennis Rodman has stated he's tried to contact Obama uh, to, you know, hey, why don't you try to contact, you know, Kim Jong-un? You know, but Obama always ignored him, you know. And But what's interesting about Dennis Rodman is a gentleman by the name of Kenneth Bay. He was arrested in North Korea in 2013, and he was sentenced to 15 years. But guess what, you guys? Dennis Rodman told Kim Jong-un, let, let this man go. Let him go. And a year later, he was released. Now, did Dennis Rodman have something to do with it? I don't know. But the guy was getting ready to serve 15 years hard labor. You feel me? Under a dictatorship. And in a year, he was free. Like, what? And you guys know, ever since 2013, Dennis Rodman is forever going over there back and forth, and always comes back alive. That has always amazed me. This dude is actually coming back alive? Anyway, so this week when Trump met with Kim Jong-un, Dennis Rodman uh, was interviewed. He was interviewed on uh, CNN, and tears were streaming down his face. I'm like, what? you like, oh, my God, I knew this would happen one day. I'm so happy it happened. All you had to do was talk to Kim Jong-un. This is all you had to do. And I'm like, oh, my God, Becky, look at Dennis. I was in shock, but he was generally crying. I mean, he was genuine. I was like, damn, bro. You know, so I was like, oh, Dennis, bless your heart. So, yeah, so I'm like, wow. And he was like, Obama never wanted to talk to me. And he was talking about how um, Dennis would receive death threats because people were like, why do you keep talking about North Korea? Did you hate America? Who has received death threats? Obama would, you know, talk to him or whatever. But in Obama's defense, it is Dennis Rodman. I mean, come on, you know. Obama remembers him wearing the wedding dress. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, so I'm about to cut Obama a little slack, you know. But I don't know. Then again, Obama, I don't know. He likes the Hollywood types that I'm sure does some wild and crazy things, too. So I don't know. If I were Obama, I still would have at least picked up the phone, you know, and just, I would say, you know, let me just see what Rodman's talking about, you know. I would just, I mean, you know, just hear him out. You know, you never know. It's like, uh, oh, Karen said he was also crying in that documentary on Showtime. Oh. Talk about Dennis Rodman. In my Dennis Rodman is kind of like, I like Dennis Rodman for absolutely no reason. Excellent rebounder and stuff. But I think I like Dennis Rodman kind of like the same way I like what's his name. DMX. Oh, love me. Oh, love me some DMX. Bless his heart with his crackhead self. It looks, DMX is the person, if he were your friend, he would be with you, ride or die. You know, like he got that thug love. What you need, Lisa, I'll get it for you, ride or die. But as a husband, no. As a father, no. As a boyfriend, hell no. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. But Dennis Rodman, same thing, too. You know, yeah, he's like he's a genuine guy with issues, you know. 
And a lot of these issues stem from childhood. You know what I mean? Because a lot of issues that we all have, a lot of them stem from childhood. Dennis Rodman is no exception. Plus, you give him money. Plus, he has talent. Eh, it could lead to alcohol, drugs, suicide. You know what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I don't know why I like Dennis Rodman. I have, I don't know. Same thing with DMX. I'm still pulling for DMX, but he's looking crazy now, though, you know. Dennis was a little ashy, you know. Not Dennis. Oh, that was a little bit dumb. He was a little ashy, too. Do you know Dennis Rodman is 57? Dennis Rodman is almost 60 years old. Damn. Where did the time go? For some odd reason, I don't know why I always thought Dennis Rodman was maybe three years older than me or something. It's like, uh, no. Well, he made me feel young, though. Sucks as soon as you're 57, but hey, it works for me. So that <laughs> makes me feel young, you know. Yeah, it's my aunt. I care that he went over to North Korea drunk. Uh, he might have, you know. He might have. Oh, Dennis. Oh, oh. Looks like Trump is, oh, and also, Remember Jim Brown, former NFL star, former actor and all of that? Remember, he said, too, he tried to meet with Obama. Obama wouldn't meet with him either. So, no, I don't know. But Trump, man, what was up with Trump, man? You know, he's listening to Dennis Rodman. He's listening to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> man, I'm about to put in my resume at the White House, right? Hell, maybe he'll listen to me, right? It's like, damn, you know, let's see, hmm, you know, it's like that. Well, who knows? You know, he's taking all these chances, you know, with the outcast, kind of, you know, Kim Kardashian, Rodman, yeah, take a chance with me. Let's see what's in the White House, you know. I ain't even lying. Okay, oh, it's already 8.15. I should be in the bed by now, but that's all right, you guys, because I do this. Before I go, we got to talk about, we got to talk about Beyonce. Okay, first of all, it was talking about, oh, Beyonce's pictures. I'm like, okay, whatever, okay? Let me see what they're talking about. Why was my mouth was just wide open and I couldn't shut my mouth? I'm like, what the fuck? For those of you who don't know, um, I typed in, I don't know, Beyonce and Jay-Z pictures. And there's some latest pictures. First of all, Jay-Z is laying in the bed, smoking a cigar, and she's uh, laying next to him. And uh, the only thing she's wearing is a song. Yes, her ass is out. And she's, like, flipping through a magazine. You know, like, they're chilling, you know? And I'm like, oh, wait, is that her butt? Wait, is this what I'm looking at here? Then there's another ticket, and she's totally nude, okay? Um, but, you know, Jay-Z is covering, his arms are covering, you know, the ta-tas and the na na You know, you understand what I'm saying, you know, but yep, and they're nude. It's like, okay. Then there's another picture of her. Isn't she on the beach? And her back is turned, but she is fully nude. I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm still in shock, you guys. I don't. I don't know. I just never thought Beyonce would do that. I mean, yes, you know, Beyonce'd be working and grinding on stage and stuff like that with her leotards on. You know what I mean. But like, eh, it's show. You understand what I mean? Eh, it's for a show. She's doing a little show, whatever, you know. And uh, then out off 
stage, you know, she's back to being a mom, back to being a wife, daughter, whatever, you know. So I don't know. I just never thought I'd see her bare butt. I don't know. <laughs> Did it shock you guys? Oh, oh, Karen said, I don't like her. Uh, you know what? I think I told the story before. I never really was a big fan of Destiny's Child. I'm sorry, I never was, okay? I thought they were okay. You know, I'm a survivor, okay, pay my bills. I'm like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? I thought catchy, catchy, and I like that uh, lose my breath. Hey, I got that um, on my iTunes. Make me lose my breath. Hey, can you keep up? Hey, I like that sign. Bootylicious, I like that. I was like, they're all right, you know. And to me, Beyonce, at that particular time, her singing was just okay. You know, to me, it seemed like she was mumbling some of those songs. Sometimes it's like one song, too. It was like, I'm like, what is she talking about? You know, but y'all, when Destiny's Child broke up and her debut solo album came out, and the first time I heard that song, Crazy in Love, you guys, I'm sorry, I was hooked. I was hooked on that video, hooked on that song, but she threw in the Jay-Z rap part. I was done. I'm sorry. I wanted to be Beyonce. Hey, looking so crazy right now. Hey, you know how she be, hey, you know how she was acting in that video. I was like, I want to be Beyonce. (laughs) And, you know, she keeps coming with the hits. Boom, boom, oh, and one of, oh, I should have played it. One of my favorites, video phone. Oh, you guys, while I was sitting in traffic today, I played that song four or five times in a row. And the version that she does, too, with Lady Gaga. Oh, I love that song. Video phone. Oh, yeah, crazy in love, video phone. Oh, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have, am I a part of the Beehive? I think I do follow Beyonce on Twitter. And I do like her business. Uh, there's so many good-looking women out in the world, you know what I mean? Give them a couple of singing lessons, boom, you can make them a star. You know what I mean? But Beyonce, you know, she's always on her A game. For her, it's just not, if you've ever seen a documentary on her and behind the scenes, her concert is like, damn, working with her, you have to be perfect. You understand what I mean? She does not settle for anything less. I mean, there was one part where uh, she was looking at the way she was being lit on stage. She was like, oh, no, I don't look good with blue light. She's like, I'm a black girl. We don't look good in blue light. Okay, I need to change the light. And she had her notebook and her pen. I mean, she is the type. She, I'm like, what? I mean, from the costumes, because her mom does a lot of her costumes still to this day. So from the costumes to the dancers to the light, she makes sure she's a part of every single, it's not just about her throwing on something cute and shaking her ass. I mean, it's like, damn, she really puts in a lot of work. I mean, you know, now I'm not going to spend a couple hundred dollars on a concert ticket, but if you do, um, you're going to get a good performance. So I really think I'm going to have to check out. I hate because I missed the On the Run tour, the first one. I'm definitely going to have to go to this one. 
and I am going to do the nosebleed seat. Yes, I am, you know. <laughs> you know, I don't need to see Beyonce up close. I know what she looks like. You know, I can see her up on the big TV screen, okay? And I'm sure those nosebleed seats are probably going to cost me like two, $300. Am I right? You know, so I don't know. But, yeah, just seeing her butt, I don't know why. I was like, oh, as if it were my daughter or something. I was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at Beyonce's butt. Oh, I'm so ashamed. I don't know. Yeah, what Karen says, she's trying to compete. Man, it's a madhouse out there, especially for women performers. Because uh, I know someone had said this a few years ago. They said a lot of famous people that were famous back in the day, nowadays, they wouldn't even get looked at twice. I don't care how good of a singer they are, because nowadays, not only do you have to sing good, you have to look like a supermodel, if you're a woman. If you're a man, they cut you slack. But if you're a woman, you have to look like a supermodel that can sing really, really well. And I thought about that, and I think that's kind of true. You know what I mean? I think that's uh, when I'm, I'm like, yeah, I think that's about right. I'm thinking of some singers in my head, I'm not going to mention their names, that they may not be as attractive as Beyonce, but they have a lot of talent. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And right now, Beyonce is a total package. I mean, hey, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know why I was, like, all freaked out. I got freaked out with her, her butt, you know. And then there's a rumor is, this book is, is there a rumor she's pregnant again? Please, no. No, Beyonce, no, no, no. Oh, another Beyonce song. Of course, I love Formation. You know why? Why, Lisa? Because I play. I play all day. Man, you guys, if you guys were to see how I act around my house, you would think I was 10. Yes, honey, I'll be in the mirror talking about I play all day. Yes. Yes, yes. Come on, ladies. Let's get information. Approve the beat. Hey. Oh, God. Karen said, I heard she's bleaching her skin. You know what, Karen? I don't think so. If you look at her when she was a child, because back when she was a child, she was on Star Search. Oh, my God. I used to love watching Star Search. Uh, And she was on there when she was eight. So if you look at her when she was eight years old and now, her skin tone is, yeah, it's about the same, you know. Yeah, it's about right, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's about right, yeah. Now, some, like little Kim, yeah, that's some bleaching going on there. You know what I mean? But who knows? And then nowadays, too, with the lighting and all that kind of stuff, I know some were complaining. Uh, like, man, you know, you, you either make, like, that's not my skin color. Why did you do that? You know what I mean? Or all kinds of stuff. So who knows? You know, I think it might be, you know, sometimes the way things are lit, uh, the way you photograph, you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff. So who knows? So, but hey, you never know. Never know. Yeah, so beat. I see, oh, my God. Look at that cut. That oh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you guys, let me get out of here. It is almost 30 my time, and I need to iron something for work. And I usually iron something for work, but 
So, yeah, so I need to add it. I'll make a little salad real quick. And then I am going to say, hey, y'all. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, did we talk about everything? We sure did. I, I, oh, God, now i got to hear that freaking song, guys. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. You guys probably already know. Um, the the guy from CNN. Oh, Andrew Bourdain. Remember he died. I forgot to bring him up. Now that was a shock. I was like, he's dead. It's like what happened? You know, because we had um, uh, Kate Spade. Remember? We just had her, and it's like, oh, no. It's like, and his just totally for her came out of the too. but it's like, oh, my God, I just see Andrew, right? It's like, wow, what a stress. Like, yeah, you just, dang, man, you just never know what's going on in uh, his stuff. Like, oh, yeah, how old is he? was uh, 61, right? Yeah, and he has um, that show, uh, Parts Unknown, where he travels all around the world and samples the food from all around the world. But he also wants to, uh, he all, what he would also do is uh, give you guys an education on the culture of that region, you know. But my sister said something interesting. She said, because um, I, you know, I wasn't a regular watching the show, but she said for the past couple of episodes, she noticed that um, he was going back to places that he had already went to previously and just almost like saying goodbye to the people he met before. You know, like people, like, I don't know, like say hypothetically, you know, he would go to India. And he goes, yeah, five years ago I went to this Indian restaurant. I want to go back there and go to school again. It's like, so he was kind of like backtrack. So I don't know if maybe almost like a final goodbye. Who knows? Like, wow. Hey, Karen, good night. Oh, what do you think, Karen? He was very ready to tell he was an alcoholic. Yeah, and you know, um, I know he was a heroin addict uh, when he was in his 20s. And he said that's one of the reasons why he became a chef. Because he had worked in a restaurant. And I believe he was just like washing dishes in a restaurant or something. But then he was like, wow, you know what? If I start cooking the food and stuff, I can make more money. More money means I can get more money for drugs. <laughs> so that's how he came into, you know, being a chef, you know. But he said he loved his life traveling all around the world, you know. And he equated it to stealing a nice car. He says, you know, you may steal a nice car and you're always looking back if the cops are behind you. You know, and that's why he felt like, wow, you know, his life is so good. Like, wow, I can't believe this is happening, you know. And he left behind an 11-year-old daughter. I'm like, damn, you know. I didn't even know he had any kids. And if he had a kid, damn, I thought the kid would be like 35, you know. But he left behind an 11-year-old. So, yeah, it's like, oh, his little mom was still living, too. God, dog it. Yeah, so anyway, I wasn't sure if I remembered if I bought him up or not, you know. So I was like, God, yeah, what a trip, you know, yeah. But he always looked kind of tired, worn out, and it could be because of the year. It could be for all the traveling he's doing around the world. 
And then also, you know, be drugs, use alcohol, and things like that. You know, but it's like, wow. Yeah, so anyway, you guys, um, that's all I got for this week. Hope you guys are going to have a good weekend. Like I said, um, it's going to be great for me tomorrow. Tomorrow's payday, y'all. Uh, going to happy hour. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to have a good time. I don't know what I'm going to do the rest of the weekend, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. I need to touch bases with friends. Oh, my God, I'm so bad uh, with uh, contacting some of my friends, you know. So, you know, sometimes you'll think of a friend, okay, I'm going to text her when I get home. Then you get home and do something else. It's like, I'm going to text her tomorrow. I'm going to call. You know what I mean? So there's a couple of friends I need to check in with. You know, see how they're doing. Oh, and of course, Father's Day on Sunday. You guys, if you guys got a good daddy, appreciate him and do freaking something for him. God, you know, please, you know, do that. You know, anytime you have good parents and stuff like that, you know, make sure you appreciate them, man. Not just on Mother's Day and Father's Day, but you know, let them know. Let them know. So that's all I got, you guys. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And thank you so much for listening, as always. Run my mouth. I appreciate it. And check out all my old shows on the Internet. And you can type in the least effect, A-F-F-E-C. I will pop up. I will pop up on Twitter. I I do have a blog. I will pop up there. I am also on iTunes, Stitcher. Podcast Republic, and I am also on the TuneIn radio app. So there you go, you guys. I've done over 100, no, over 250 episodes. So go ahead and check it out, and I have stuff on YouTube as well. So you guys take care. Thank you guys so much. As always, I appreciate you very much. You guys have a good weekend, and yeah, I will see you back here next Thursday. 7 p.m. Standard Time. Or if breaking news happens, then hey, I'll be here sooner. Here, and you guys have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.